Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What up, Jay Mert? Monica, what are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah, yeah. What dream is that? I am. You know what? You know what we have coming into our world? My uh, wife and I, you know what we have coming into our world? Another next, dog. Uh, 15 days. What? A sprinter van. <laughs> it has a bathroom in it. Why? What are you going to do? We're going to see the country. That's so We're going to take my my nephew who we raise and we're going to take my mom on the road and, and we needed a bathroom in the car so we didn't have to stop all the time. Are you, all the, are you taking the zoo with you? <laughs> Sometimes we might take the zoo with us. I don't know. So there's big stuff, like big plans going on. Do they let house. you park that in your neighbor, in your fancy neighborhood? No, unfortunately, <laughs> no. We, well, I see one other house has a big van like this mm-hmm. parked, and I'm I'm afraid we would get in trouble. So we will have to be renting a spot for an enormous amount of money. That's ridiculous. It's so dumb. So dumb. I don't like it. It's a job opportunity, actually. I mean, an investment opportunity. I'm going to buy space and get it covered and then charge people, I don't know, $300 a month to park their car there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. Yeah, baby. I'm super curious what you guys think of this, because today Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. What is the right number of photos for your listing? What is the right number of you photos for your listing? Okay. I am of the mindset that you want to give them just enough to get them in the house. The entire idea is you've got to get the feet inside the door. And if you put 600 photos and the virtual tour and they feel like they don't need to come see it, then you have done your sellers a disservice. So I'm a big fan of the 15 to 20 photos, no virtual tour. Oh, okay. I mean, I agree. I think that it ha- it's a marketing tool, right? The MLS is for marketing. So a lot of people will post the pictures kind of like in an order. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think that you post like the first handful, like four or five pictures are like the best features of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can put the other ones up. I, I do like doing like a YouTube video though, but it doesn't get posted on the MLS. I know you've done that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do like those when you do those. Because I think that's helpful depending on, well, I give it to client, like agents when they're showing it. I'm like, hey, I have a video of the house, especially if they have like out of town clients. It's really mm-hmm. helpful. And mm-hmm. I feel like we should have it, it be scratch and sniff somehow. Cause. <laughs> because if it stinks in there. You'd be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not going to promote <laughs> that scratch and sniff. What? You're not going to promote that. No, but I think it would just be funny. Yeah. Or like really. a picture of like the cat box or something. Yeah, yeah, right. Or like all the cats. Do you feel like you've sold a house because of that video? I feel like in some cases, there are certain houses that require an explanation. And in that video, you're able to give the explanation. You're able to give a little bit of like about the features. And some people consume content better that way. 
and they get the flow. So I think like, I don't, yeah, I guess, I don't know. And especially Mm -hmm. if they are out of town, it is a lot easier for them to understand the house better. So I just think like with an, almost anything in life in mar- from a marketing standpoint, you don't want to give them everything. That's what a, a movie trailer is about. That's what, right. what's that quote about not giving them the whole cow, like as the far as milk, them- the cow, I'm not sure, but it's- you know what I'm saying? Like before you get I- married, don't give the whole cow away or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> You get my word. I just feel like that is a strategy. That is probably a tried and true strategy of give them just enough to. I agree, but you can still have multiple levels of resources. And when you have a conversation with the other real estate agent, which you should be doing before they go out there, and I forget what episode that was. That's right. Earlier ones, then you can figure out what would, if there's something else that would be more beneficial to them. This is like, hey, before you go on a listing appointment, I'm assuming that you're pre-qualifying 100% of the time. And based on that conversation, you're bringing different materials. This is the same thing. It's like, yes, on the MLS in the initial offering, you have the set of pictures that gets them to do an action, call you, schedule an appointment, something. And then from there, you ask your questions to figure out what would get them to do the next action, which is like Mm -hmm. make an offer. But as the listing agent, I'm not, hmm, this is interesting because I'm saying this out loud and it doesn't sound totally right. I'm not trying to pre-qualify the buyer. I'm not trying to disqualify the buyer. Oh, um, interesting. We should fight about that because I am. Yeah, I know you are, but I, I um, now from a financial standpoint, of course, I don't want anybody going through the house who can't afford the house. That's obvious. But I mean, you just never know when somebody's going to fall in love with some aspect of the house. So I'm not going to try to talk them in or out of it before they see it. Yes or no. But there are certain houses that have a reality associated with them. Right. So like you have certain houses where it's like, I know you really like old, like, I know you think that you like old houses, but like it needs a hundred thousand dollars in renovation. So if you're not prepared to do a hundred thousand dollar reno, it's not, you're not, you're just looking at it, which is fine, but I have a video and I don't want to waste what if the seller's though, time. What, what if their intent was, you know, to buy a house that's turnkey, ready to go. Then they walked in this house and it reminds them of the house they grew up in and it changes everything. And they have this view out the back that they love. And they're like, look, we will live with it like this. And we will do the improvements over time. And this is our house and we love it. Okay. I don't, that's very, it happens. Anna. Yeah. When, how often does this happen? Well, I know when I take buyers around that they very rarely buy the things that they're talking about buying. No, that's true. But when they are talking about buying, you're also like listening to the unsaid, which I think a lot of the agents that I talk to that show our list, that show listings, they have the time they don't even know their buyers, which is annoying. But I agree with you. I think most buyers think they have something in their mind, but you're listening for the unsaid. And I'm sure there have been times, and we did a podcast on this, like, should you show the buyer every house that they want to see? Pretty Mm -hmm. sure you said no. I said, I don't remember, probably said no. (laughs) You probably said maybe. (laughs) See, I was, I'm a buyer's agent. That's a different, I'm talking about as the listing agent, my job is to get 100 pairs of feet in there because I know I'll have a buyer 
in those 100 versus you disqualifying 75 of them and you only get 25 pairs of feet through i got a better chance yeah but would you i guess okay so our argument is is would you rather have quantity versus quality i would depending on the house and the situation sometimes the the quality matters right so if i give you the reality of the house and it's not for you right now but you go look at some other houses and you're still thinking about this house and then you readjust and you're like, well, maybe I'm, I don't want to be at the beginning of your process of readjustment because I'm putting out the sellers, their kids, their pets, like all this, all this stuff that goes into showing a house and you are like, it needs too much work. Are you kidding me? I told you that. <laughs> yeah, but you're the buyer in that you're the buyer's agent in that story. No, and I'm the listing agent. So then the feedback is it needs too much work. And you're like, we had this conversation, you know, I would rather cancel that showing. Well, I just disagree with that. That's great. I'm so happy to disagree. <laughs> we disagree. The nature of real estate fight club is happening right now. I just disagree. <laughs> Who do you agree with? Are you, I know you guys are team Monica, it's trash. Well, <laughs> you guys are Pop-Tart agents. I'm gonna show, oh, in our what would you do episode, I forget when it aired, if you don't ask the buyer questions, you're actually in violation of the code of ethics 16. Whoa, who came Whoa. up with that one? Ooh, I mean, Rachel pants. told me about it. Rachel. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I like it. She's good. All right. Good. So let's take a break, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's do. Yeah, I got to gather my thoughts. We'll summarize. All right. Okay. Let's take a break. Hear a word from our favorite partners. And when we return, Monica will state her case. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, it's Monica Weekly, the founder of ghostposter.com. Hey, have you ever wondered what should I post today? I know I need to post on Facebook about real estate. I just don't know what to post. If you've ever thought about that, ghostposter.com solves that for you. Fresh new ideas in your email every day and a library of hundreds of real estate related posts that'll help you earn more referrals, save time, brand yourself, get great engagement and eliminate all the stress. Go to ghostposter.com, use code Fight Club to get $50 off your annual membership. That's G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R.com. I have always had a coach and sometimes even two or three at the same time. But a couple of months ago, I was feeling stuck. Like I felt unmotivated or burnt out or something. It just wasn't right. And I knew that I needed to find a coach. So I started my search. I went all over the internet. I went to all the Facebook groups. I asked all my friends who they used. And I finally found John Kitchens. And since working with him, I have gotten my mojo back. He holds me accountable. He keeps me focused. He drives results. And I am excited to announce that he's stepped up and partnered with us on this podcast. So if you're looking to get your mojo back, head over to coachkitchens.com, click on book a call and use code fight club to get a free business assessment. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside the ring where I'm knocking Jen out and throwing her on the mat. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's more like one of those foam pits. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should do that. Do you know what I'm talking about? And then yes. you stand on like the beam and you try to knock each other over. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that Just could a be a fundraiser. Yes. Yes. I like it. I like it. All right. So today, Jen and I are duking it out over this idea of uh, what's the right number of photos. And we've gotten into 
you know, pre-screening and disqualifying buyers from the listing agent standpoint, by the way, this is the perspective. And then we've also talked about um, virtual tours and, and video tours and whatnot. Yeah, we went sideways quick. We, well, it's all part of that though. And I'm just of the, from a marketing strategy standpoint, I think you give them enough. Now your photos, 15 to 20 of them, depending on the house. I mean, sometimes you have to go Maybe more if there's a lot more or less, if it's or less, if there's like, I'm not saying 15 or 20 hard. I'm saying like average. Yeah. Um, those photos have to be excellent because that and the price are the two things you're being shopped online for. So your photos have to be, I mean, if you are taking your own photos today and you don't have a wide angle lens or the right camera, you No, are, I don't care. Hire a professional. We did a podcast on that. Shit. Just I know, I know. Photos. Stop. I say you're in violation of code 717. Do <laughs> <laughs> What's your, do you have a CB? I feel like you need one. I'm going to do a GoFundMe page for Monica's CB. What's your trucker name? I don't have a trucker name. I guess you I should have one. one. Oh, I think it's Mona. I think it would be Big, big Mona. <laughs> it's odd. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so I, I'm of the strategic mindset in marketing in general is you don't give the whole thing away. You do just enough to get them excited and interested because the selling of the house happens in the house. The selling of the house happens in the backyard. You got to get them all the way through the house to the backyard. It is so funny when you overlay your comment about the cow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get them all the way in. <laughs> don't give the farm away put a ring on it baby <laughs> that's right what do you say jen no i agree i think that i think from a marketing standpoint you give them just enough to create a call to action but i don't i think that you also have other tools available for the different types of potential buyers so if it's an investor you have mm -hmm. a performa available and you have like a maybe an estimate from a contractor that you trust yep. if it, or something like that. Right. Or yep. like if it's a likely an out of town buyer, you do have like a video where you're walking through and you're explaining things. Or if it's a historical property, you do a video on the history, but that stuff doesn't necessarily go in the, the front facing marketing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think those videos you do, which I think are well done. I think they're better for your branding than they are. Isn't that what we're talking about? Well, no, we were talking well, about fiduciary <laughs> responsibility to the seller. Same, 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 same. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Please subscribe. Please like. We just love, love, love having you listen every week, and we appreciate you being here. Yes, and make sure you find us on all social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Real Estate Every Fight Club podcast. You're going to want to look for that and look for our logo, which is our awesome to, um, what do they Boxing. call those? Boxing gloves. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just forgot. And of course, if you are interested in learning more about why we came over to EXP, give us a call at 513-400-1691. Monica, bye. Are we staying tuned for a tiebreaker here? Oh, on this one? Yeah, yeah. There's a good tiebreaker. Stay tuned. Marketing it is. expert coming up, coming your way. All right. We have our tiebreaker here, Heather Her. Hey, Heather. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you today? Doing great. Doing great. 
Good. So Heather is the team leader for Team um, Her at Coldwell Banker, and you serve Cincinnati, and you also do Northern Kentucky. But yeah. you're—I feel like you are really good at marketing. So you're like the perfect person to answer this question, only if you agree with me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's good. Thank you. Thank yes. you. <laughs> so, okay, here's your question: What is the right number of photos for a listing? It's a great question. In fact, I was dealing with this yesterday. We had a bunch of houses on the market. <clears throat> and then right now the, the, the rule is that the MLS allows 50 mm -hmm. photos to go on the MLS. So I always tell our team, and although I have a marketing group that works with me, I'm always the one that makes sure before we go live that we have just the right amount of pictures. Right. So in some instances, I love to use all 50 because we get 100 photos and I can't pick. And so then yeah. I try to pick. But yesterday, for example, I think less is more because the first thing that people see are, you know, the pictures and that's all they look at. So if you have a ton of pictures up there, but no one really engages, it, you lose them quickly. Yeah. What do you, how do you decide when you're looking at a house? What, what is the right, like, how do you know, when are you like less is more versus like, I want them all? Yeah, I think it just depends. Like, for example, if we have a property or if I have a property that has a lot of land, I can use but like the inside's okay, you know, and I'm not being disrespectful of our clients, but some homes are just not show, you right. know, ready. The they just don't look good. They don't. Yeah. And then people are like, usually like they know like, oh my gosh, I have the furniture that works or of course we try to stage, but, but then if I see a house that has a lot of land or something really spectacular with the yard, mm -hmm. I try to focus on that instead of the inside. And yeah. I've seen a lot of agents will put up like three pictures on the MLS and that's not, that's not good either. I mean, you got to right. find something really great about the house. So, right. Um, so it's just, it, it's really house by house. It is. And I think like, so Monica and I didn't really fight about this. We, we agree with you. Right. And it's like, there's no hard and fast rule, but like if whatever the best feature of the house is, you put a couple of pictures of that, right. To like draw the, the people in. hundred percent. And then don't yeah. worry about the rest. No, I agree. And I, I think like every time we'll go up on the market with something, I'll go through the photos and I even like rearrange them. Yeah. Because sometimes I like to ar arrange the photos based on how somebody would tour a property. So when you walk in, what do you see? Now, if the front of the house is not perfect, you have to try to find something that, you know, mm -hmm. is great. But on the inside, I, but you know, you do the tour of the home, but also right. like, this is really going to draw you in. So if the living room's spectacular, sometimes put that first. Right. You know, it just depends. Yeah. In the hallway. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Um, I really appreciate you being our tiebreaker on this sort of, I guess we sort of all agree. I don't do it though. The, and we did talk about this, like the way that you would tour the house. I used to do it like that, but I don't okay. do that anymore because there's certain sites that pull up only a certain amount of pictures. And so I want the best ones first, but touring the house makes sense too. So it's kind of like, it just, I guess, depends. No, I, I totally agree with that. I think you're right now that you say that. I mean, you don't want to look at six pictures of just the foyer. if that's right. right there, So right. you know, yeah. we had a property, an example go up yesterday with some uh, vacant building mm -hmm. downtown that has condos and there were, you know, my admin team, they just put all the pictures in and then let me pick. And I was thinking like, 
inside of a closet with nothing in it and two racks. It's like provides no value for anyone. In fact, it might make them not see the house because they're like, that is a little closet. Right. Out and, you know, and like the consumer will say, do you have pictures of the closet? And I'll say, well, actually, I'll send you some. <laughs> right. That's so right. funny. So yeah. Right. Inside of a closet. So. That's awesome. Well, if people want to get a hold of you, if they have additional questions or they have a referral for you in Cincinnati or Northern Kentucky, what is the best way? I would say you can email me and mm-hmm. that's heather.her at cbws.com, my co banker, Weshell, or my cell phone, which, you know, I get a lot of texts and calls, but I'm happy to take any calls and I love it. 513-708-7770. And then also my website, we get a lot of visitors there. We have a lot of properties that come up there and, and I do love the marketing aspect. So it's teamher.com. Yeah, you're pretty easy to find. And her is H-E-R-R for people to make sure they spell it right. All right, Heather, well, I, we appreciate you being on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics. 